When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by our patrons like Ethan Nicole, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get a new patron-only podcast called Stories That Can Never Be on the Show. Sign up today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. You're listening to... That Story Show. <laughs> hey! This is That Story Show, people. Hallelujah! Watch it! Hey, who's cooking pizza? I turned into a bat. I flew into this tiny house. I left her some guano. <laughs> hey, podcast people, this is That Story Show, where we're telling hilarious real-life stories and inviting you to do the same. This is episode 349, brought to you the week of July 30th, 2020. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison. My good friend is here. Her name is Jenna. Jenna. Hi, Jenna. Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you guys a tiny story. My daughter's been awake for much of the morning and been working very, very hard. And um, I asked her yesterday if she would mind filling in for John today and she said sure but i don't think she thought about the fact that she was going to be really sleepy <laughs> and uh but she did she got out of her nap and she came to the microphone and she is my hero forever <laughs> for helping us out so a big hand for jenna i, w- I wish i had a sound effect <laughs> you're about to play one. <laughs> <laughs> here i'll just play this oh that's like you're you're just a good person and that means <laughs> Like when somebody gives a good answer, they play oh, a ding yeah. sound. So Jenna's the right answer for today. <laughs> uh, our opening story is called Gasoline Goofballs. It's uh, it's sent in by Matthew Garrison. Hi, James and John. This is Matthew from New Zealand. I have a story from you from when I was younger. I'm, I must have been like nine or ten. My sister's friends were coming over to play. And my brother and I thought, hey, let's go and impress the girls that are over. <laughs> So we went and found some broken lawnmowers in the oh. orchard orchard, and we drained the fuel out of the gas tanks because our dad was a mechanic. So then we snuck into the house to grab some lighters. Oh, wow. So apparently if your dad's a mechanic. Yeah, you can take gas out of it. It's, it's allowed. <laughs> it's completely fine. Uh, you already know what I'm going to talk about. We were going to light a fire with the gasoline. So we grabbed some brakes out of our mom's garden to make a little enclosed thing for our fire. So we built the fireplace and we poured some gasoline in and lit the lighter and poof, the fire was lit and it was pretty cool. Or at (laughs) least we thought we were pretty cool. Well, my sister's friend decided she wanted to put the fire out. So she grabbed a bottle 
that turned out to be a water bottle that turned out to be gasoline. <laughs> what? She thought it was water and she dumped it over the water. fire because it's in a water bottle. Oh my God. The whole place went up in flames. Everyone freaked out and ran away. But we were by some hay bales. Of course you were. <laughs> right next to some trees. <laughs> It was right by our fire. So I, I was so scared that everything was going to burn down. So I started digging in the mud to try to throw mud at the fire. That's a pretty good idea. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens when you've got no other plan. <laughs> Let's get some mud. So while my brother went to grab water from the tap on the other side of the house, but by the time he got back, I had put out the fire and nothing had burned down. Yay. But oh. my f- parents found out about the fire. I hope so. <laughs> so they banned me from playing on my devices for a month. Is, wow. He got off easy. <laughs> All fire privileges were also taken away. <laughs> did you have fire privileges? I think he did. The only fire privileges I have is lighting a candle. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he has fire privileges. Which was, he says it was a good thing he lost him because he didn't like having to light the fireplace every day. Oh my gosh. Anyway, but he said that got cut short since my parents wanted me to light the fire because they got sick of it. <laughs> Matthew Garrison from New Zealand. That sounds stressful. That's why you don't play with fire. That's right. But today you're going to notice a little theme that runs through the entire, oh. uh, the entire show. And that is a... Uh, a bunch of things catching on fire. <laughs> so I hope you enjoy it. Let's uh, let's rewind the week. All right. So um, mine's pretty simple and pretty basic, but it made me pretty mad. Mm-hmm. I, I got mad at a lady oh. and she was a good waitress, but I got <laughs> mad at her. And it's because we were done eating, okay? Mm-hmm. And it's right before she's going to bring the check out. And they always say the same thing. They always say, did you leave room for dessert? Mm-hmm. And you always say, no, sorry. And then they laid, well, I'm going to just leave this here for you. No hurry. You know? Yeah. And then and then they walk away. Or maybe they take some plates with them. And that's the way it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Because this lady didn't do it that way. She said, do you guys want some cheesecake? And the answer to that is yes. <laughs> the answer is always oh, yes. But she cheesecake. made me lie. She Aww. made me lie. And I had to say no. Because you ask a fat guy if he wants cheesecake, <laughs> the answer is always yes. Yes, we want cheesecake. But no, I can't eat it because I'm on a freaking diet, lady. And it's probably like $10. Yes, that's the other fact. And it's 10,000 calories of yeah. awesomeness. So I got really ticked off. I like, literally <laughs> did get mad at her when she walked away. I'm like, I even told your mom. I'm like, why did she make me say no to cheesecake? <laughs> uh, saying no to just dessert as a blanket idea yeah. is fine. But cheesecake. But cheesecake. Do you know that there, like, I found this out, well, I realized it the other day. People, there are people that don't like cheesecake. What? Which is just crazy to me, because I never even thought about, like, people not liking cheesecake. Because it's just, like, 
It's literally like cream cheese and graham crackers. Like, how can you? I don't oh. know. There's like those. So that's like those kids that don't like ice cream. Yeah, they're just weirdos. <laughs> they, they, we 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 don't judge you, but yeah. you're you are weird. <laughs> it's good for them because they're naturally healthier. But in so, general, no. So please do me a favor, everyone out there that might wait on tables. Don't get specific with the desserts. Maybe that's the whole point. Like they want to make you feel bad so tactic. that you like buy the cheesecake. That's what they want. It's you a to new do. tactic. Yeah, I'm gonna do that if I'm a waitress. Sorry, <laughs> it's a, it's a pretty good idea. No, because obviously I want some. Because immediately I could taste it, <laughs> and I could I could see it on the plate in front of me, and I was like, yes, we could share it. But the answer is all. It's got to be no. Yeah, that so, cheesecake in restaurants is so. so much. It's so rude. To do that to a person, I'm just it's saying. It's her job. It's her job to tempt me beyond what I can That's bear. Not even that. She asked you a question. How specific many words is that? question. Do you want cheesecake? That's a four four word question. Oh, and such a hardcore <laughs> answer. I sinned. I I committed a sin. Oh my god! When I answered her. Okay, but she really was asking, "Do you want to buy cheesecake?" And you said no. So but she didn't say it that way. But that's what she's saying. You, she uh, said in it like this. She said it all cutesy. Do you guys want some cheesecake? Oh, and, and I want cheesecake. See exactly. <laughs> see that's why it's a good. That's why it's a good technique. Yeah, but you should never. The answer should always be yes and never no. And you can't put somebody through something like that <laughs> and get away with it. So it's traumatic. She is the LBB. I disagree. Well, I don't. <laughs> I still tipped her twenty percent. So. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> so, so now you know what's going on in your fat dad's life. <laughs> what the big? At least you said no. I did. Self control. I did. I had self control. I lost three and a half pounds this week. Oh yeah. Yeah. I haven't even told your mom yet. So. Mm. So anyway, what's been going on in your world? Well, I couldn't really come up with one, but this happened last week, and okay, so at my work, I guess. We, yeah, tell us about your work. Oh, yeah, so I basically got a job from dad's friend, whatever, but um, it's basically just handing out like groceries for kids out of a big refrigerated truck, and pe- cars just pull up, and they say how many kids they have, and you give them that amount of food for each kid. You give them breakfast and lunch for seven days. Yeah, for seven days, and a gallon of milk for each kid, which is heavy, but (laughs) but yeah, so um, I think that, well, okay, so everything is refrigerated, so when you pull out the milk and stuff, it's usually like kind of dripping with the water and stuff, condensation and everything. So I was on, so usually there's a lifter thing at the end of the truck, that, like, you load the food onto, and then you can, like, bring it down to the ground so we yeah, can, Yeah, I like, think that's called a lift. Lift, yeah. yeah. Okay, so it was, like, halfway up. Like, that's normally where it is. So I was trying to get down, and there was the the stack of boxes that had the food in it. And so I tried to step over it, and there was just a little bit of room left for my foot. Uh-huh. But as my foot was coming down, I just knew what was about to happen. And so the my foot just completely slipped off of the off of the thing, the <laughs> no. platform. And it landed the crazy part is like it was 
up low. I mean, it was low enough to where my foot just landed on the floor. Uh-huh. And I was almost like sitting on the... Uh, <laughs> On the, box on the just, lift, but it oh. scraped my leg so bad, and it, I just walked it off, but it hurt so bad. <laughs> but like, I was really lucky it didn't do anything else because if it had been higher, I probably would have bumped my head or something. But yeah, I basically just landed standing straight up. But yeah, it scraped my leg so bad. <laughs> were there uh, un, uh, were there tears? No, no, I'm tough. I, I, I didn't say did you cry. <laughs> I just know sometimes when you get hurt real oh, bad, yeah. they come anyway. Even if you're, you're, like, trying to walk it off. Yeah, and- when I'm mad, they come, but <laughs> I can handle it. Okay. I'm pretty tough. Man, <laughs> I saw the scrape. It was a sizable scrape. It was bad. I kept trying to pull my shorts over it, but it was, like, <laughs> it was It must good. have been a heck of a fall. I wish I could have seen it. <laughs> Nobody, barely but anybody even noticed it. It's one of the things where you fall and you look around real quick. Yeah. Jay noticed. <laughs> He's like, are you okay? <laughs> but I didn't want it to be a big deal. You so just stay in place for a minute. So, but it's all better now. It's the week later. Yeah, so it wasn't that bad. Good. <laughs> so you like your job? Yeah, I like it a lot. It's tiring, really tiring. But now I get two shifts or two different things, so I get double money every week. So that's nice. <laughs> nice, 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 and a good job to be doing. Yeah. Ah, uh, let me take a second and thank some people. Uh, we we have patrons. If you have never heard me talk about them, then you've never heard this show before because I talk about them <laughs> all the time. But our patrons are awesome. And what they do is they give a certain amount every month to support the show. And we have three brand new patrons. And I would be amiss if I did not thank them by name. Kathleen Kempf uh, is coming on as a patron for $5 a month. Thank you so much, Kathleen. Yeah. And then we got three brothers, Brooks, Henry, and Sam. And they are together giving $20 a month to the show. And that helps support us and helps us pay the bills and helps us improve the show. And Josiah McCarthy, thank you for your $5 a month uh, patronage. It's awesome. And it's great. And we appreciate you. If you'd like to become a patron and get all the benefits and perks that come with it, I won't go through them all now, but you can go over to patreon.com slash that story show and read about the different levels and the different things and perks that you get um, when you become a patron. I'd also like to thank um, the people that left podcast reviews on iTunes this week. Uh, this segment is brought to you by mypodcastreviews.com, where you can get your podcast reviews from every country sent to your email so if you're a podcaster uh you can sign up and they even have a free plan where you can sign up one podcast and not just get reviews from america but you could get them from every country that has an itunes store not many people know that there are multiple stores so anyway check that out and i'd like to thank that story show lover that's their username (laughs) uh uwu golden doggo 2020 some people, yeah. And how about GLU band, glue band, glue band, <laughs> and West O, West toenail, West toenail. Oh, that's West toenail. That's West what toenail. it is. Yeah, toenail. That's nice. So thank you guys for your kind reviews. They were so long. Some of them I can't read them all on the show, or the show would just be all reading that kind of stuff. But uh, anyway, right now Jenna doesn't know this, but we're going to do Quiznos. 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 
where we quiz what you know. All right, since we're going to be talking about fire, I would be amiss if I did not say, kids, don't try anything you hear today um, in real life. Because or adults, yeah, especially, but especially <laughs> youngsters. We say it's rated for kids ten and up, and so there's a lot of thirteen year olds, and somewhere between ten and fifteen, boys kind of go crazy and they think fire is fun and it's dangerous. So don't get yeah. any ideas from this show and duplicate anything. <laughs> so we're gonna do a fire safety quiz, and mm. Jenna, it's gonna be you answering the answers. Okay, okay. so. Uh, question number one, home fires are loud, hot, and dark, quiet, hot, and bright, quiet, hot, and dark, or loud, cool, and dark? Quiet, hot, and bright? Yeah. Quiet, hot, and bright. Let's see what it says. Quiet, hot, and bright. Show answer. The answer is loud, hot, and dark. What? Yeah. Loud, hot. Home fires are loud, hot, and dark. I guess because when you when a fire happens in your house, you're going to hear things. It's going to get hot, but it's going to be dark wherever you are at because of the smoke and stuff. That wait, wait. Okay, loud, hot, and dark. So it's how is it loud? Because uh, of the other people? Because uh, people screaming because they're bur- if, burning to but death. What if you're home alone? It's going to be quiet. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's just what the official questions are. Oh, it's, it's, okay. it's loud, hot, and dark. Well, keep that in mind. The more you know. All right. Question number two. When you hear a smoke alarm, you should A, follow your escape plan and get out fast. Gather your stuff before getting out. Hide in your room or call 911. So I'm pretty smart. So I think follow your escape plan and get out fast and then call 911. That is correct. You should follow your escape plan and get out fast. And that means you have to have an escape plan. Yeah, we plan. don't have an escape plan. I do. <gasps> you do? I do. It's going up the stairs and out the front door. <laughs> That's well, it. Well, my escape or the back plan door. is jumping out the window and hoping I land in the bushes or on the trampoline. Yeah, that's true. That's a good escape. Because you're on the sec- you're on the second floor. How do you say escape? Es- escape. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, try to. to do it right once. Escape. There you I go. I can do it. I just when it's off guard, I kept saying escape. Ex- escape. 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 Wait, now I can't <laughs> escape. There he goes. There he goes. Okay. Qu- question three: How often should grown-ups test smoke alarms? Every day? Every month? Every week? Every year? Every. I know it can't be every day because that's just extra. I think it's every week. They're probably going to say every week. Every month. Oh, good. Okay. That's more reasonable. I just thought because, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was every year, but apparently we're supposed to check them every month. Wait, you thought it was every year? Yeah. That's what they 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 used to say. Don't they start like beeping when they aren't working? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they do. But you're supposed to check them every month, so remember that, people. This is a community service announcement we need from, to do that right now. from your friends at that story show. <laughs> uh, question four. A smoke alarm can tell if there is what in the air? Dust, a bug, smoke, or pollution? Gee. Smoke. Yes, you are correct. I you, had trouble on that one. You did it. 
<laughs> that one was a struggle. I, I wondered if you'd make it through or if you'd just hang it up and quit the whole thing. <laughs> Question number five. The best way to exit from a smoky place is to run quickly, but don't panic. Crawl on your hands and knees. Use the nearest stairs or crawl on your stomach. I know the... No, I don't know the answer to this one, actually. Um, I'm going to say crawl on your hands and knees that would be my guess too and that is correct Yay. yes 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 i you did, did it, it. You did Would, i bet your if you your shirt pulled over your nose yeah yeah hopefully you could I put a towel would... over your face oh, or something yeah. but don't or a mask. just get out though yeah. you know get out of there Good idea but you're supposed to stay low to the ground because the smoke goes up and you can see better and breathe better. You know, I also know something else from a TV show. After you're after you're done in there, like even because you could have inhaled a whole bunch of smoke and stuff, so still go to the hospital ah. to get checked out because then, because if the smoke gets in your lungs and stuff, it could like mess you, up your bronchial yeah. tubes and stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Good idea. Question number six: Most serious burns are caused by a hot water. B, chemicals, C, flames, or D, electricity? Hot water, I bet. Okay, let's see. Hot water I is was correct. Right. I'm a baker slash cooker. I should know. You did I good. My you did good. Right now. I would have guessed flames, but, you know, because it well, was a fire. Yeah, because I assume theme. most of the burns come from in the kitchen, and there's not usually flames in the kitchen unless it's the stove. Yeah. Which a lot of people don't even have gas stoves. I'll tell you one place that... that would burn me every time is the temperature your mom sets her shower at. <laughs> I set my shower so hot. But then like in the sink, she has the water so hot. All the like, time. So hot. And I can't even touch it. You know like, what I you know what I've done level. in the past is I've gone to take medicine and I've filled my glass up with that hot water not knowing. Ew. And you put that junk in your mouth and you think I don't know. A live <laughs> creature has crawled inside your throat. That's nasty. You're just swallowing fire. It's <laughs> terrible. Anyway, um, question seven. You should have at least blank escape routes from your room in your house to your house, to out, out of your house. Uh, zero escape routes, two, one, or three? One. I, some, I don't know if you I can think have it's more than two. one. I think it's two. It is two. It is too. I'm okay, sorry. Okay, but like, how is there? How is there? Like, okay, like if it's from my room, I'm on the second floor. There's one. You go downstairs and out the door. Right, but there's a back door too. There's supposed to be oh. two ways to get out of every oh, area. I'm slow. Yeah, that makes sense. And and if we were perfect, we probably would have roll up ladders going out the back. I saw an invention window. where they have that they roll up the ladders and they put it in the windowsill and then you just drop the ladder. Like it's really cool, but it, I don't know if it's. It would worth be it. so scary though. Could yeah, you imagine crawling out of our our second floor? Our second floor is. Ooh. super tall yeah because we have nine foot ceilings yeah and, it's uh, tall very tall if your clothing catches on fire you should a run for help b try to put it out with your hands uh c soak it in water or d stop drop and roll while covering your face stop, um, drop and roll while covering your that face. is that, correct you learn that like the stop drop and roll thing when you're like in kindergarten and, and you know what sticks. is natural what when you catch Whoa. on fire it is running Oh, yeah. I'm slamming yourself against the wall. I have been caught on fire before, and you do not think about stop, dropping, and rolling. All you want to do is run away from the fire, so you really have to, to think about it. 
That's and stop because my face was on fire one time. That's really bad. Yeah. Well, why wouldn't like like if you if your face was on fire, would you instead of stop dropping and rolling, would you stop dropping like shove your face in the? Well, that's the thing is when your face is on fire and and it hurts, it's like an it's it's a sore automatically and what are you gonna do just jam that into the dirt i guess i guess so (laughs) i don't know it doesn't make sense to fill up your sore with dirt but you know whatever uh if you burn yourself you should immediately put what on it butter cold water warm water or ice 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 sucks up the warm they said cold water what cold water i always use ice yeah i know but Gosh, cold water is, is better, apparently. I think ice is too frigid. It's too cold. If you can't leave a room in a burning building, you should stuff a blanket under the closed door, hang something out of the window and yell for help, open the window and stay as low as possible, or all of the above. All of the above. That is correct. Good oh, job. Okay, good. Good. You did good. Because hey. you should try to do all of those things. And also, you know... You know, just stay away from fire. If a fire occurred in your home, the time you have to escape could be as little as one minute, three minutes, 12 minutes, or 30 minutes. Whoa, if wait. a fire occurs in your home. Oh, you could have as little. I bet it's like three minutes. It is Dang it. as little as one minute. One minute? One minute. I guess that makes sense because if you're in the kitchen, you're in the living room, and then something happens in the kitchen, boom, 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 it's all in you. Yeah. yeah if you're, if you're on fire, you better wake up and get out of there. Don't be hitting the snooze bar because you got one minute <laughs> to get the heck out of the house. Uh, what three things does a fire need to burn? Oxygen, heat, fuel, or all of the above? All of the above. That is correct. Yay! Yay! You are I'm, right. I'm a fire expert. You are Sign a fire expert. Sign me up to be a expert. firefighter now. You can also get an official badge from that story show. You get a badge? Yeah, here it is. It's a sticker, a little sticker oh, of a donkey. Thanks. A donkey's head. Thanks. You can have that as your as your prize. My badge. All right, let's let's do some listener stories. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. All right, this one's called Firefather, and it's from Noah. Good afternoon. My name is Noah, and I am a college student at Wright State University. I have a fun childhood story to share with you today. When I was seven years old, my dad had this brilliant idea to cut down lots of trees and brush around our property. Of course, he being my dad, he wanted to burn it all up so it didn't make a mess. But that's when the story takes a turn. My dad got out a gasoline can and dumped a whole five-gallon tank on the brush and tree limbs. Five gallons. It's always a great idea to pour gas on everything. Oh, yeah. Kids, again, do not listen to Jenna (laughs) and do not do this at home. He had this great idea to do a trail and light it so it'll go across the ground like in an Indiana Jones movie. Oh, my 
my god! Once he lit it, there was a huge puff of smoke, and my dad went uh. flying into the ditch. <laughs> the next thing I did was run over to him to make sure he was okay. His eyebrows were completely <laughs> gone. His eyelashes were gone. Even a nice-looking mustache that he had had was gone. I would be so mad. All of the facial hair that my father once had was indeed gone. Oh my, my dad gosh. was all right, but it taught me something that day. Never use five gallons of gasoline for anything <laughs> except for filling up your tank. He probably went in and asked his wife to fill in his eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> you have a marker, honey? Uh, That's some... terrible. I actually learned this lesson in Minecraft. I was trying to... I made some <laughs> trees on accident, and I set them on fire because I thought it would be easier to clean up. And then it set my porch on fire. Oh, so. man. But yeah. if you dump water on everything, it pretty much goes out. So. Back in the old days of Minecraft, fire was absolutely out of control. If you lit something on fire, it would burn everything, and <sighs> everything would catch on fire, and it happened so fast. I remember that. I remember, like, I don't even know. It but was, it was a long time ago. He says, <laughs> Noah says, thank you for your time. I've been listening since day one. And I appreciate your time and dedication to each podcast. Stay safe, Noah. Well, Noah, we appreciate your dedication to this show. Because if you've been listening since day one, that's been since 2006. Whoa. That's that's crazy. That's two years after I was born. That's right. That's when I got started with this thing. All right, Jenna, read us a story. Okay. This one is also called Firefighter. Hey, James and John, I adore your podcast, and I've listened to just about all of them many more than once within the past few months. This is the first story I could think of that might make you guys laugh. My family took a trip to Yellowstone about 15 years ago with another family from our church. After a long, hot day of seeing the sights, both families went to went about making dinner. The other family had enough foresight to bring a kerosene 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 stove, but my dad, the proud Eagle Scout, assured us that he could make wonderful meals using a crutch. Oh, without using a crutch, oh, as wow. he called the stove. Yeah. He proceeded to build a roaring fire. As the flames got higher and higher, my dad looked more and more gleeful as he stroked it and put it to began to wrap up potatoes in foil. Right after he put the last potato in, we all heard the putt 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 of a old diesel Jeep. Jeep jab. <laughs> The park ranger's jeep and froze when welcoming us to the park. The ranger had warned us, among the other things, that we should keep campfires well under control. Both families watched the jeep come around the corner, waiting to see if it would stop. And to everyone's horror, it did. The ranger stepped out, hiked his beige shorts up to his ribcage, adjusted the strap of his safari hat, and addressed us with, Everything's real dry. You need to get that fire under control. My dad, suppressing an eye roll, said something to the effect of, all right, I understand, hoping his micromanaging, this micromanaging ranger would just go away. But instead, the ranger just stood there, hands on hips, an extremely patronizing look on his face. Finally, my dad took the half-full styrofoam cup in his hands, walked over to the fire, and tossed it in, which did nothing but put the, to put out the ranging inferno. It's a pretty big inferno. Yeah, it's a pretty big fire. <laughs> he looked up at the ranger, smiling a little, thinking that it would appease him. The ranger, disgusted, heaved a huge diva sigh, <laughs> reached into his jeep, and 
pulled out a two-gallon jug of water. He stomped over to the campfire and slowly poured every last drop in until the blaze was reduced to a pathetic hiss of embers. The ranger threw a look of triumph at my dad, capped the lid of the empty jug, stomped back to the jeep, and putt-putted on his merry way. My dad stood open-mouthed, the rest of... And the rest of us just stared at him, stunned. I'll never forget the defeated posture and sad puppy dog eyes <laughs> as he finally said, I just wanted to make some baked potatoes. I just wanted to make some baked potatoes. From Melinda. <laughs> oh, thanks, Melinda, for the story. That ranger sounded like a butt. <laughs> what my question is, why would he just stand there and wait for the... Like, if you can obviously see that there's no water... That is good enough for you to put out this fire. Then mm-hmm. why would you just stand there and let them look at you? That's so weird. Yeah, yeah. There seemed like there could have been more done, but Dad was trying to keep his fire, is what it was. Yeah. Bottom line. I thought of him as uh, what's his name from Parks and Rec the whole time. Oh, come out, Ron. Ron. Yeah. Yeah. That's to do everything yourself. Son, I don't need to change this fire. <laughs> I am a free American. Yeah. You sound just like him. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This one's called Gas Pump Chump. It comes from Steve Warzenberg. He says, hey, it's your friendly neighborhood homeschooler, Steve. Oh, homeschool. So where does your son go to school? All right. This past weekend, our church had a discipleship now. uh, And this happened during our volunteer service time. For it, we went to a gas station and we offered to pump people's gas for them. So this was something they decided to do. That's kind of smart. To help people out. Uh, Well, there were four pump stations, two pumps on each side. So we split off into four groups of two. I was paired with this girl whose name was Tiffany. And a truck pulls up to Tiffany's side of the pump. And she politely asked the man if he would allow her to pump the gas for him. And he agrees to let her do so. But as she's picking up the pump, she accidentally squeezed the lever and sprayed gas all over the guy's pants. He, slightly irritated. Slightly? I bet he's a little more than slightly. (laughs) He was showing slight irritation. I bet he was furious. He just looks down at his pants and his shoes and his socks and his skin. Tiffany's face is about as red as a baboon's butt. And she, much like John, just kept apologizing. The man said it was fine and that he would take over at the pump. Mm -mm. Afterwards, Tiffy and I were telling some other people about it. And I said, I know we're supposed to get people on fire for God, but that's going too far. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. I got to find it. There it is. Your faithful listener, Steve Warzenberg. That's terrible. I know somebody in St. Louis would not have that same reaction. Yeah. First of all, if you tried to pump somebody's (laughs) gas, they would assume you were up to something. Yeah, definitely. You tried to steal my credit card? Yeah. That's what I would do. I mean, that's what I would think. Yeah. And then, I mean, it's not a bad idea, though. And then you spray them with gas. Oh, my gosh. The curse words are going to come flying. It works. Somebody threw a or the a basketball bounced almost on one somebody's car and <laughs> somebody got yelled that way. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think there would be tears. So <laughs> Tiffany, you got off easy. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> all right, read napkin know how. All right, my brother Phil is two years younger than me, and I suppose if I was eight at the time, he was six. This makes more. I mean, this makes mathematical sense. Okay. We you were, say so. 
<laughs> we were not exactly home alone because we were living in Haiti at the time. But the nanny was watching my sister, who was three. The only TV in the house was in my parents' bedroom, and Phil was supposed to be playing Nintendo or watching a movie or something. I was reading a book in the next room in a beanbag chair when suddenly I heard my brother make a very strange sound. <laughs> I went to see what was going on. My brother has always had a touch of special about him, so I figured he was doing something he wasn't supposed to. As it turns out, that this was the day Phil learned how to strike a match. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, goodness. we, we got to play again. This might not have been a problem, except that he had used the match to set my parents' bedroom curtains on oh, fire Lord. and proceeded to freak out. Oh. Why the... Uh, yeah, um... Why the curtains is a question Phil has never been able to answer, <laughs> by the way. Well, the house was mostly wood, and the drapery was nice, dry, thick linen, so I figured it would burn through pretty quick if we didn't get some water on it. But our house was big, and I couldn't run to the kitchen and get a bowl or a cup, so I dashed into the mess master bedroom to see what I could find. My parents didn't have any cups in their bathroom either, and I knew my little eight-year-old hands were not going to hold enough water. Meanwhile, Phil's bawling like a baby and not being helpful <laughs> at all. So I thought, what else will hold water besides cups, hands, bowls, sponges? No, sponges um, in a bathroom. No sponges in a bathroom in the early 90s. This was before body wash was popular for the middle schoolers. Back when people used bars of soap to wash their whole selves, as crazy as that sounds. What else holds wet stuff? Urgh. Urgh. <laughs> I, was, I was hopping back and forth from one foot to another. Then I spotted two things on the side of the sink. I soaked up one of my mom's giant tampons with water using the string as a handle. I beat out the flames and at the same time sprayed the curtain with my dad's shaving foam because I figured it was bubbly and white <laughs> like the stuff that comes out of a fire extinguisher. Of course. <laughs> It worked, and I saved the house. Wow. <laughs> my brother did not get a spanking, though, because my mom laughed too hard at the mental image of me beating a fire out with a water-soaked tampon. <laughs> but I did get ice cream that day, and he did not. Yeah. I miss your wild stories, but if I had my own kids, I wouldn't have time to play either. Luckily, I am just a teacher, and I get to give them back. Love the show. I hope I broke you. Mary in Japan. Gail Marie. Gail Marie. Sorry. Gail Marie. <laughs> Gail Marie. Yeah. This story has been in my inventory for like 11 years. <laughs> oh my gosh. And uh, yeah. So that I, sounds... I emailed her and told her we were reading it. And she's like, I'm not in Japan anymore. <laughs> but you know. That sounds... I don't know, because the, the little boy freaking out would be like Jay if he did something bad yeah. and they couldn't, he just can't even like process, he's freaking out so bad. Can't fix it, can't yeah. deal with it, just checking out <laughs> and freaking out. I know, I would be upset if my parents didn't. I mean, if I if I figured out that budget, put out, save the whole house, yeah. Yeah, that's hope. genius. That is. I would have never thought of it. The house would have just <laughs> burned eight down. Eight years old. That's pretty good. I'd have been. Sh I, I might have thought of shaving cream, but <laughs> which makes total sense for but, an eight-year-old. But the tampon thing, I, I, <laughs> I wouldn't have known. I, I would have known what what it did or what yeah. how to use it. But uh, thankfully, she was female. She knew. Um, my brothers, they found the magic of matches when they were like five or six of years course. old. Of course, your brothers were. But they were terrible, bad. and they went into a closet with hanging clothes on uh, oh over gosh. their heads 
and started lighting uh, matches. My mom That's caught terrible. them, thankfully, before they lit anything on fire. Oh my gosh! That's and I terrible. kid you not, not, not. Uh, when I was a young man, uh, you know, ten, fifteen years later, mm-hmm. uh, there was some kids that were doing the exact same thing, and they they burned their entire house down. That's terrible. Yeah, it was bad. That's scary. So that we were lucky. Yeah, that mom uh, caught them. Anyway, this is called board burning. Are you seeing a theme here? This is from yeah. a lady named Karen. My first year of college, I was a poor, starving student, so I got a job at the school through their work-study program. My job was in the library, and I assumed this meant I would be shelving books, checking out materials to fellow students, and generally maintaining the quiet, scholarly atmosphere so very important to learning. I was wrong. I was told that doing these things might take away time from my own studying, and I soon found out that my job was just to sit at the front desk and point the way to the pencil sharpener. Mm. At the end of my shift, I turned out the lights, locked the doors, and went home, and that was it. I got paid for three hours of sitting in a library every night. It was boring. One night, I thought I was going through the desk drawers looking for something to amuse myself, and I found a bottle of rubber cement. And for a while, I kept busy by rolling blobs of the rubber cement into fake boogers and putting them in conspicuous places like doorknobs. The fun soon wore off on that trick, and that's when I noticed the words flammable on the rubber cement label. I wonder how flammable this stuff really is. I wonder. That was the devil whispering in your ear. (laughs) I mused and painting a thick layer of it onto a three by five index card. I lit it with the matches that I'd also found in the drawer. The flame shot up three feet in the air and I panicked. Ah, I yelled, (laughs) dropping the card into the desk where it continued to blaze. Ah, I yelled again and tried to blow the fire out, but instead the 3 by 5 card caught the draft and blew onto the carpeted oh floor. Ah! I yelled again, and I tried to stomp out the flames. Ah! Oh my I yelled again as the flaming card stuck to my foot. <laughs> ah! I I'm yelled with you. <laughs> as I ran outside and stuck my foot into a snowbank. That was smart. Where the flame was finally extinguished. Could you imagine her running out of the <laughs> library, though, with her <laughs> foot on fire? Fun. No injuries, no damage, except for my slightly toasted gummy shoe. Gummy shoe. Lesson learned. Rubber cement is very flammable. That's not really how you need to find out, though. No, just, just read, the, <laughs> read the label. Read it's the there label. for a reason. Thanks for doing a great show every week. You guys rock, Karen. Okay, but imagine if it hadn't stuck to her foot. Ugh. I mean, it could have been terrible either way, but I'm glad it turned out okay. <laughs> I just can't imagine. That's how bored she was. That she's like, I wonder how flammable. This. Oh my gosh, this really is. I'm well, disappointed. The answer is very. <laughs> it's very flammable. So, again, I feel like I have to say this: kids do not. Try this stuff at home. Let this be your warning label. Yes. Yes. And learn from it. Learn from it, please. Because it's not worth it. The curiosity. Just look up a YouTube video. You're able to do that. Yeah. Watch other people play with fire. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There you go. This one is called Buzzed Burning. 
So one time, me and my friend Lucy were in a parking lot by the neighborhood swimming pool, and with fire on our mind, of course, we decided <laughs> to burn things. Pine, hopefully, straw, leaves, plastic drinks, drink lids, anything that burned. I actually started burning things using an axe body spray can and it worked really well oh i'm sure it did <laughs> unfortunately i ran out of spray and the only one last with only one last thought in play to throw it into the fire i would like mm. to stop for a second and say that this is the only good use of axe body spray is to burn it even though you shouldn't try it at home <laughs> Because that stuff is it smells nasty. <laughs> oh but my gosh! Anyway, in my drunken stupor, I threw it into the fire and pulled out another can of body spray to spray the fire higher. Lucy continuously cautioned me to back away and let the fire do its thing, but I didn't listen at all. The next thing I knew, a huge explosion went off and the fire went out. Oh. My ears started ringing. I went back to the car freaking out. Lucy had already started the car thinking we had woken up the neighborhood <laughs> or something. She Injuries resulted in an arm singed with hairs, but that's about it. Let's just say I won't do it the same way again. Paul. You won't do it the same way again. You shouldn't do it at all again. At all. Did you learn a lesson, Paul? (laughs) I don't think you did. I don't understand how you can throw a whole like metal bottle in there and expect it not to blow. That's why you shouldn't get drunk right there. (laughs) Because things like that seem very, you know, like a great idea. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just just do this. I love how it put out the fire. The explosion was so strong. It put out the fire. <laughs> burned it's like all his... a, like what are those sound things called? Those explosions of sound or whatever. Yeah, I don't know what they're called. <laughs> I don't know either. EMPs. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I don't think Paul learned his lesson. Yeah, Paul, this message is for you. Please stay away from the axe body spray. Yeah, do not burn yourself. <laughs> Save your arm hair. All right. I, I also love how the girlfriend was uh, already in the car. <laughs> she was probably in the car before he even <laughs> She had it started. It. She had it ready to go. She's gone. She was ready for it to explode. Well, that is our show for this week, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Jenna, for filling in. You're welcome. Do you have a funny life story? Send your stories, email or audio, to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. And if we use your story, we owe you a sticker. So email us your address. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. And thanks to our patrons for your support. A special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Dave O'Keefe, Janu Streisbeck, and Carrie Wright. Join the club and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash that story show. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, or flammable happens to you, don't get stressed, don't get depressed, unless you're on fire, then you're allowed to do (laughs) things. Just stop, drop, and roll. But just think about this. This belongs on that story show. That's where your your story belongs, is on this story show. That's what I was trying to say. I messed it up, but it's okay. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks, Jenna. No problem. I, I, I'm going to go uh, find some matches real quick. <laughs> you stay right here. I'll get here. the X body spray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Have you ever played with fire? I played with a match. What? And a marshmallow. And a marshmallow. <laughs> what happened? I toasted the marshmallow. <laughs> It was a little baby marshmallow. I put it on the toothpick and put the match in the... Actually, I think I used the candle. Oh. Well, 
I'm it glad. actually kind of works, but I had to put it away before mom came back. You're in trouble. <laughs> American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.